Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much. Happy New Year, everybody. I should have stayed in bed. Yeah, maybe you should have. Is it too early for a drink? No, go ahead. Just keep on drinking like New Year's Eve. That guy is the coolest guy in the universe. Well, what can I say? We all try to be cool every now and then. The time now is officially 6.07, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. Again, we say Happy New Year to everybody. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay Like a guitar and When the stars make you drool Just like a pastefazool at Samore When you dance down the street With a cloud at your feet You're in love when you walk in a dream, but you know you're 609 is the official time. It's the first show of 2024 for myself and the lovely and talented Bonnie Ashley to my left. Happy New Year, Bonnie. Wait, let me turn your mic on. There we go. Go ahead. Happy New Year to you and all. Yes. How was your New Year's Eve? Quiet. Uneventful. We got a lot of those um, appetizer snacks for the air fryer and the ah. air crisper and kind of like a quiet time at home. Okay. And, and you know, safe and snug in our in our beds. I want to go out and strangle my next door neighbor New Year's Eve because my gig ended early. I was in Jupiter, supposed to be there from 5 to 8. Got over at 7.15. It was great. Perfect time to be back for the new year. It was. It was an event. It was at the Jupiter Island Club. You're off the roads. Yep. It was a beautiful event for, it was a family event where the parents bring the little ones to celebrate their own New Year's Eve. I like that. You know, I was uh, reading about in the WPTV news, uh, we're not carrying the story, but there was a, a Boca Raton event where mm-hmm. they celebrated New Year's Eve at their mall mm-hmm. down that way with, with little kids. Yep. So these kids were all dressed in tuxedos and they had khaki pants on and the polo shirts and the sweaters around the neck. You know, that's the kind of crowd it was. It was a Boca Raton kind of crowd. Nice. And about 7 o'clock, everybody just started to leave. 
And the lady in charge comes up to me and she says, you can play two more songs and you're done. I'm like, oh, you don't want me to go to late? She goes, no, the parents are leaving with their children to take them home, put them all to bed so they can go to their party that starts at 9 o'clock over at the other club. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. So I packed up at 7.15. I was out the door at 7.30, walked in my door at 8.15, took off my clothes, put on my sweatpants, kicked back, and turned on Rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Did you jump in your pool after that, too? Nope. I would have jumped in the pool. Nope, to, it was too damn cold. To just um, say, I need to wake up and I nope. need to refresh for 2024. So I sat in my chair and, as typical fashion, <laughs> fell asleep. Before eating? Didn't you even yep. eat or snack on anything? Yep. I, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to eat all day. So uh, Rachel sent Gavin to the store. He brought home a box of fried chicken from Publix Ooh, and some other goodies. That's good. It was good. I had uh, had three pieces of chicken. It's probably better than what we had. <laughs> we we got all that uh, box kind of That's froze, okay. There's nothing wrong stuff. with that. You stick it in the air fryer. You don't know no yeah. different. Gary wasn't perfectly happy with it. Um, I thought it was sort of like okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had that... Uh, we got some Chinese. You get that P.F. Chang. Oh, that's good stuff. What are you kidding? <laughs> that's good stuff. I don't I, know what Gary's talking I about. I thought it tasted kind of. That's high-end frozen food. I thought it tasted kind of cheap. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I didn't prepare it right. But anyway, go on. All right. So I uh, I did. And then all of a sudden at like 11.58, I was like, I just like woke up. I don't know what. Nobody woke me up. I just like just. Woke up. Did you wake up to like a bottle rocket? No, nothing. And there it is on the TV, two minutes till 2024. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm actually going to watch the ball drop. You woke up just in time. Yeah, it was crazy. I Yeah. So I, here comes the ball. It goes down. And we just, you know, happy new year. And then all of a sudden, my next door neighbor, Maurice, you know, every year he shoots off fireworks. Well, this year... This is the biggest he's ever done. How much do you think he purchases? He had to spend a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars, yeah, worth? easily, easily. Yeah, he was shooting crap off that was shaking my windows. You got to be kidding! Poor Kaya. Oh, we every time we tried to take Kaya out to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. poor dog could pee in peace. Oh, that's sad. I felt so bad for this dog. I know little Hansi too was hiding oh, in the closet. Man. Um, Gary opened up the closet door for Hans, and mm-hmm. usually he doesn't like him going in there. I've got all my uh, linens, linens and bedding in there. Yeah, but Gary up make an up exception the door. that night. You can go in. Yeah, it's an <laughs> exception. So yeah, so Maurice blew the neighborhood up. Fireworks were just like wow. All right, Maurice. I'm like 15 minutes worth of this stuff. Was it really pretty? Did it kind of light yeah. up the sky? Yeah, I mean I. St- stood out back of my house and I could see everything just across the street. And I mean, this was like professional grade stuff he was shooting up. I don't know where he got it from, but man, oh man, it was like, it was loud. I know what you're saying. Cause I was like really impressed with the people in my neighborhood on the 4th of July. There mm-hmm. was, it, the fireworks were so impressive I mean, it's like we didn't even have to drive out anywhere to see professional fireworks. Here's some of the audio. 
This is some of the audio from my house. Listen. That's what I had to contend with. Wow. Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, it was like the sonic booms. It was intense. Yeah, yeah. We had that going on all around us, too, while I was trying to get to sleep, really. Mm-hmm. and I, I think, That wasn't going to happen. But I just, I did sleep, like, I finally did get to sleep, and right through the midnight hour, I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't even awake. It was kind of like, well, you know, I'm still reeling of, I lost my kitty, you know, and I'm kind of still reeling from that. Understood. And I'm trying my best to, um get a spark under me to okay. in this new well, year. Well, let me get a lighter and let me light it underneath your booty but and you'll get like, a spark. I was kind of like um, <laughs> I was kind of like feeling a little down. Understand. It's year. understandable. That's yeah. understandable. Cuz we you know? we got Kitty when, you know, we moved into the house 8 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And so 8 years we we had the cat who mm-hmm. was 15. Wow. I got him from the Humane Society. That's a long time. 15. Yeah. 15 <sighs> and Wow. We had him a good eight years, and I always wondered who could bring up this beaut- who could give up this beautiful cat. Yeah, really. You know? I know I've I've been to your house once or twice, and I've I've seen um, when the cat was around, and it, 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 gorgeous cat, beautiful yeah. cat. I yeah. will say that much. Um, on another subject, uh, going back to uh, to to New Year's, um, otherwise it was uneventful. But this morning I had a scare. I had a scare this morning. Because I went to bed last night, and unbeknownst to me, the power surged. And when the power surges, the alarm clock goes haywire. So I went to bed last night at about 8 o'clock, and then between 8 and whenever it was that I woke up, the power surged. So I rolled over, I looked at the clock, and it said 9.15. I'm like, this just can't be right. I'm like, I slept for an hour and 15 minutes, and I'm waking up. This isn't right. I usually go three, four hours. I wake up, go to the bathroom, and then sleep another, you know, two hours. So I roll over, I go back to sleep, and I'm just tossing and turning, tossing and turning. And I look at the clock, and it's like 2.30. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like... I still got to go to like 4.15. I'm not going to fall back asleep. So I'm just laying in the bed, laying in the bed. And then all of a sudden, my my phone goes off. You know that obnoxious sound that yeah. I played for you? I Yeah, you know, I I don't like alarms. I think I'm going to... Even if it's a soft alarm, I get, yeah. I, I get kind of anxious about, you know, minutes before it goes off. I'm I, usually awake before one. I look at the alarm clock. And it says 2.40 in the morning. I'm like, 2.40 and my clock is going, my phone's going off. What the heck's going on? Because you don't get up at 2.40. No. So I open my clock and sure enough, it's 4.15 and the the clock on the counter is saying 2.40. Oh, so the real time was 4.15? The real time was 4.15. So apparently there was a power surge somewhere in the course of when I went to bed. Which caused my alarm clock to go haywire. Funny, we didn't have that over by us. Totally threw me off completely this morning. But of course, we are in Bayshore Heights. Yeah, you're in Bayshore Heights. Bayshore Heights. Do you know the name of your neighborhood? No. 
Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> the Becker area. There's I have be no idea. Becker Ridge, I think, is what it's oh, called. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah that, Becker Ridge. That might be so. But, um... So anyway, so that's that just I was all discombobulated this morning. Otherwise, everything was good. You had a good Christmas. We had a good Christmas. Uh, I talked to G yesterday. He said the event at Tradition, it was packed. Yeah, WPTV had um, on the WPTV uh, website, mm-hmm. they had the uh, some camera work from Tradition with some of the fireworks mm-hmm. where you can still back go back and see that yeah, display I saw that. in case you missed it. Yeah, I saw that. G said it was um, it was packed. Uh, Patrick was uh, his son. Patrick was spinning the tunes for a couple of hours and um, just said it was it was like a can of sardines. Wall to wall people. Very good. I'm glad a lot of people got out to enjoy. Yeah. But of course, uh, New Year's is is my night yeah. to stay home. <laughs> so yeah, you know what? And I'm glad. I'm glad I I stayed home too, minus the explosions. But that's okay. Um, but otherwise, you know, everything was good. You know, here we are. It's uh, January 2nd, 2024. And in just um, 11 days, I'm going on year number, you know how many it is? Uh, 10 or 11? No, here. Oh. Here at the station. How many? How many years uh, have I been here? You're usually good about keeping track. Going on four. Track. Going yes, on going four. on four. Yeah. Yes, going on four years. Wow. Has it, yeah. yeah. See how fast the years go by? When um, I started... I started right before COVID hit. Yeah. And then a couple of months later, it, it just it just erupted. And boom, we were smack dab in the middle of a, a pandemic three years ago. We were all watching uh, Tiger. Who was that guy uh, with the Tigers? I remember it was people got COVID and people were staying home. Mm-hmm. Or people were staying home from COVID because businesses yeah. shut down, and yeah. we were all into the the Netflix series. Yeah, and... yeah. Uh, it was just it was crazy three years ago when uh, that all happened. It's like everything came to just the whole world stopped. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Businesses shut down. People went out of business. Fortunately, because of Governor DeSantis, Florida didn't completely shut down. No, no. It's good to live here. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people migrated Uh to Florida because of because of that. You know it. So uh, anyway, so we hope every uh, everybody had a great, safe, happy, and healthy New Year. We wish everybody a uh, prosperous twenty twenty four. Six twenty two is the time. By the way, Bonnie. One two three one two three will never happen again. That was on December thirty first. Okay. One two three one two three will never happen again. Wow! Never, yeah. never, never no. gonna see it. You'll never see that conundrum again. Kind of brings a tear to my eye. No, I'm glad twenty twenty three is gone. All right, let's get to the news stories. A new state law is driving out another local official in Polk County. Eagle Lake Mayor Corey Kohler has resigned because of a new financial disclosure law. That took effect yesterday. It requires local elected officials to publicly show all assets and liabilities of $1,000 or more. One of the many new laws taking effect in this new year is an expansion of Florida's move-over law, and it could likely affect you. WPTV's Kate Hussey reports. At KW Record and Stewart. 
Tow trucks are ready for a long night of travel. We have the lights there for a reason. And for Warren Driscoll, part of that reason goes back to June 6th of 2006. Mentally, still, you're still in the back of your head. I mean, it's always there. Warren says a driver ran out of gas and called the KW Wrecker for help. But while Warren was filling up the tank, he says an oncoming vehicle didn't see the two men on the side of the road, hitting the driver head on before hitting Warren himself. He was killed. I jumped up on top of the truck and I got my arm and my shoulder messed up. Almost 20 years later, Warren still feels the impact. Leg is so bad, it's hard for me to shift. It's why he's thankful Florida's move over law is now a bit stronger. I say maybe one out of 10 people will move over, maybe, maybe. For years, Florida drivers have been required to put on their blinkers and move over a lane for any first responder, tow truck, or municipal vehicles on the side of the road. But that didn't apply to any old average Joe with his or her hazard lights on. Thanks to HB 425, though, that's all changing. So now this allows law enforcement to uh, issue citations in circumstances when people are pulled off to the side of the road and in danger and people are just driving by at high rates of speed. For Indian River County Sheriff Eric Flowers, it's personal. Back when I was a patrol deputy, my vehicle was actually hit uh, on the side of the road. He wasn't hurt, but according to AAA, 350 drivers are hit and killed on the side of the road every single year. One of the worst places to uh, pull over your car is on, like on the turnpike or I-95. That's why Representative Rick Roth of Palm Beach County co-sponsored the bill. And the reason Sheriff Flowers plans to cite anyone who doesn't slow down or move over for stranded drivers. They're in just as much danger as anybody else. Warren agrees, hoping agencies enforce it and drivers obey it so he and his customers can get home in one piece. We all need to get to see our family and, and a lot of people don't. I'm lucky that I survived. Give us the room. We need, we need to, to live. Now that the law has taken effect, if you choose not to move over, you could be fined up to $158. Reporting on the Treasure Coast, I'm Kate Hussey, WPTV News Channel 5. A Vero Beach man was arrested after reports of shots fired in a Port St. Lucie apartment complex early Sunday, less than three weeks after a similar situation, police said. Paul Dawson, age 27, is facing a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was booked into the St. Lucie County Jail at 11.22 a.m. on a $15,000 bond. At about 2 a.m., Port St. Lucie Police PD received several calls for shots fired in the sanctuary apartments in the 5400 block of Northwest Moorhead Trail, west of the Turnpike. Upon arrival, officers found several shell casings in the stairwell of one of the buildings, though no victims were located, the agency stated in a news release, investigators with the major crimes unit along with uh, responding officers identified a suspect and his apartment. A search warrant was obtained and the SWAT team served the warrant in the morning. There is no immediate threat to the surrounding community. If you have any information regarding the incident, you're urged to call Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers at 1-800-273-8477. Well, a nursing student is now reunited with a nurse who she met on a flight where the two helped save a man's life as they both now work at HCA Florida St. Lucie Hospital. WPTV's Jessica Bruno has the story. Start CPR. One, Keep two, going. Three, four. 
Wonderful. At HCA Florida St. Lucie Hospital. Breathe, breathe. Clinical educator Rio Radermanis is teaching yet another lesson. Now you're going to feel that pressure here. To Mina Emmons. So you keep doing that. These two have quite the history that started back when Mina was still in nursing school on a flight from Charlotte to PBI in May. As we're up in the air, I could hear a commotion in the back. And then they said, okay, are there any um, medical personnel on the flight, doctors or nurses? And so then we're like, go, go. Rio says in the back of the plane, a passenger was having a medical emergency. And as I got to the seat, I saw this young lady holding spine, C-spine stabilization behind the gentleman who was ill. And I was like, good job, excellent, airway first. Hi, everybody. And I was just like, nope, we're going to breathe. If there's anything I know what to do is you're going to breathe today. Today you're staying just <laughs> today like Today you're this. breathing. And we got everything stabilized. It was great. Otherwise, you know, got him off safely and taken care of. And then Mina had an idea. I wasn't sure where I exactly wanted to go because you're, you know, I'm not, well, I'm from North Carolina. And then moving to Florida, I was like, well, where do I want to go that's good for new people? She pops over the seat. She goes, where are you? Are you, are you, where are you? And I said, I'm, I'm at St. Lucie Hospital. You know, I'm, I'm work for a division, but my seat is St. Lucie. I'm going to learn under you. I'm going to go where you are. I want to learn under you. I'm going to learn under you. And I was like, okay. Months later. Whenever you're working with kids, you want to have both hands on. And that became a reality at Mina's orientation in October that Rio was running. I like to ask them, what did your family say when you said you wanted to be a nurse? But when she, I got to Mina, she goes, oh, yeah, I, I did it. I mean, I was already in nursing school, but I came here because of you, Rio. Remember the plane? And I was like, what? <laughs> I literally... <laughs> so as we enter a new year... Good, good. These two are thankful 2023 brought them together. Keep going. That's you fun. got it. You got it. And thank you for being on the flight with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not missing the flight, right? I mean, give me a hug. In oh, Port St. Lucie, I'm Jessica Bruno. So excited for you. WPTV. News Channel 5. Just love that story and uh, watching the video on it too and seeing yeah. these uh, two ladies uh, working at the hospital. I just love it. It's 629 and we'll take a look at weather and traffic. Evan has a look at sports. Thank you very much, Bonnie. And uh, boy, we got a lot to talk about today and we're going to talk a little bit uh, about Nick Saban. Alabama coach Nick Saban took the blame for Monday night's 27-20 to overtime loss to Michigan in the college football playoff semi-final. And we're going to have that uh, audio feed here in just a moment as it just refreshed. And, of course, it plays the commercial first, so I'll just read on. Crediting the Wolverines for a well-played game, Saban said the result was due to the Crimson Tide's lack of execution. Basically, Saban said, uh, we shot ourselves in the foot. Asked about the final play, a quarterback run on fourth and goal in overtime that was stopped short. Saban said the Tide were prepared for Michigan pressure. Hard. What ultimately made the difference today? Now we didn't finish the last four minutes of the game. Well, you know, we had some opportunities to get them stopped on defense. We could have drove the ball down and scored a touchdown, and we just didn't finish the game. And they kind of got the momentum, and you know, so we're all disappointed. Players are very disappointed. Um, but I, I, I told the players, look, you had an amazing season. You know, this team has come as far as any team as I've ever coached in terms of how they improved to put themselves in this position to win the SEC championship. So I don't think you can lose sight of that either. I think because of what you just mentioned, it seems like you've really loved this team. What's your favorite thing about them? Well, I just think that, you know, when everybody buys into the principles and values of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to coach and what you're trying to teach and everybody does that, 
I mean, it's it's really a good feeling, um, and it's special, and it doesn't happen all the time. And um, it certainly happened this year with this team, and it was a special chemistry, good leadership, and everybody buying in, and it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you. Now, on offense, Alabama finished with only 288 yards, due in large part to allowing six sacks and ten tackles for loss. Jalen Milrow, who finished sixth in the Heisman Trophy voting, was held to 116 yards passing and no touchdowns. And, uh, Evan, the New Year's fireworks continued uh, the first day of 2024 with the Pioneers pouring in 16 three-pointers on route to their 13th straight victory, 103-82 to over Southern Union of Alabama. So, you know, Greg had to be just ecstatic yesterday mm-hmm. with this. The 13-0 and start is the best in 60 years. Eminem, Mustafa, and Michael combined for 51 points with Jay Woodward adding 22. And the Lady Pioneers uh, picked up a pair of wins, 79-68 over DME Academy of Daytona and 57-52 over Bishop State of Alabama. Now the two wins, though, may be costly with both Jasmine Peaks and Jordan Bodie injuries. And the Pioneers will play in Daytona with the ladies at 2. The men play at 4 on both WPSL and WSTU this coming Saturday afternoon. All right, very good. 6.32. We'll take a short pause. When we come back, we'll have a look at traffic and weather. It's all coming up together next. Texas is short field. Texas. is your time right now on a blended show this morning. G is out all week this week. He'll be back from vacation next week. Let's take a look at traffic and weather together. It's all brought to you by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company since 82. For repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast 1-800-551-6606. Checking traffic out there on the highways and byways. Nothing out there to report for a Tuesday morning, uh, January the 2nd, 2024. Uh, all your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something. Please give us a call here in studio, 220-9788, 220-WSTU. 56 degrees right now under cloudy skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a first check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a chilly start this morning and a cloudy one, too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So, yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon. Hours winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, This is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today, but there is a cold front moving through, and that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today. As we go into tonight, it's going to be chilly. Temperatures dropping into the 50s once again. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. Looking for the latest in self-defense? Gone are the days of stun guns and pepper spray. When the fight comes to you, don't take it sitting down. Get yourself a folding chair. Made famous in the rings of professional wrestling, a folding chair can be the reason why you're the only one left standing. Made with a durable steel frame, every folding chair comes with two easy-to-grip handles and a large flat surface to make sure you hit your target every time. Next time, tell Karen to take a seat with a folding chair. Available at cookouts, cafeterias, wedding venues, and at any dock in the greater Montgomery, Alabama area. Oh, there you go, Bonnie. Just get a folding chair and just let them have it. That's all. You know, I mentioned to you, Evan, off air. Like, um, I have one resolution for this new year. Okay. And I want to share it. All right. Because, please do. you know, that folding chair thing just kind of reminded me a bit how, you know, people are getting angry. And right. people always have this angriness about them. Right. And... In this new year, mm-hmm. I think I resolute to stay away from TV shows, social media. So you're going to delete your Facebook any, account? Anybody making fun of the Karens. I mean, wow. that kind of um, oh, okay. stuff on social okay. media. You know, because you, you can go to YouTube now mm-hmm. and um, find the angry people. The cop yeah. shows display it, too. When you, oh, yeah. You hear these people... You know, Gary will have it on sometime, and I hear these people in the 
background just arguing and mm-hmm. getting mean and being mm-hmm. angry. And it's just well, you saw one of the videos. You saw one of the videos that I was watching before we went on the other this morning. Yeah. There's a guy that's called. Um, he has this little thing. It's called cart narks. Is what it is. A cart narc. Cart narc. What is that? So, in other words, remember um, we talked about last week how I was when I was in high school I was labeled as a narc okay. because people thought I tattletailed. And so that's what a narc is. So there's a guy, he has this like little thing that's called cart narcs, and he goes around shopping centers, and all he does is he scans the shopping center for people that don't put their shopping cart back where it should go in the shopping cart carousel. Instead, they leave it in the parking space or put it up on the curb or, or something like that. And this is all he does. Well, he can catch me half of the time with that. Yeah. Half of the time I put it away properly. Sometimes I don't. So what he does, he confronts these people with all these different types of magnets like that say, I was busted by cart narcs and just all sorts of other things. And he really, I mean, he pushes, as you heard in the video, he pushes that button to the extreme. You know what I think? I think people now... He's got issues. People just want to get their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. My opinion, people should just leave people alone. Yeah, there's, I agree. There's too many cameras. There's too much intrusion. I mean, why can't people just... <laughs> if Mine... somebody doesn't want to return a stupid shopping cart, then they don't return it. Big flipping deal. Yes, because you know I... what's going to happen? He's going to approach the wrong person and he's going to get shot think about it or slugged slugged maybe punched in hit, the face whatever it is you never know but i mean it's, this guy's just a little yeah. too much that's, that's why i resolute to just uh, get away from all this a lot of this nonsense and and try to get a better route myself because you know I've, I've just had it with people this year can i say that yeah you can go ahead i've, I've had all right, it well then say it bonnie I, I, as g would say then I, say it bonnie i have had it with um, angry people this year. Okay. Very good. Now you've said it. There, I said it. <laughs> you said now, it. Oh, Evan says, no, get the heck out. <laughs> no, there, not you said at all. It. Um, no. Now, the, switching from that to, to, to other things, today, January 2nd, there's two days we have to talk about. Number one, it's National Buffet Day, or as some people will call it, Buffet day. <laughs> yeah, I, I love a buffet. Oh, Bonnie, I, I, I just, love me a good buffet. Yes, isn't Man. it? Man. Isn't it fun when you it's can like, just go in there and pick and choose? Yeah. Uh, and nobody labels you no. at all because, you know, there's I'm there's people and I am <laughs> that. Watch, I'll be, are you a people watcher at I the am. buffet? I am. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> when I go to a buffet... I will sit there and I will watch the smallest of small, thin, skinny person go up (laughs) and pile on, like, just get two and three plates of food and walk back (laughs) and think, where does he put it all? And then I will watch a over, um, let me, I want to be very careful how I say this. I will watch a larger person. And you're saying he's he or she he is going to get their money's worth? Right. They'll they're uh, they're getting their money's worth. Saying that right away. And they're just shoveling that stuff in <laughs> and so is that skinny little 85 pound man or woman <laughs> shoveling that food. I'm like, where is all that food going? So Bonnie, with that said, 
What do you got for National Buffet Day? Well, Evan, although we couldn't find the origin of this holiday, we did find out the origin of the buffet. Okay. So the, the modern buffet has its roots in the Finnish Brannisbord and Swedish smorgasbords oh. of the 16th century. Uh, these were small buffet side tables where hors d'oeuvres and schnapps were served to people so they could enjoy it before the start of a meal. That presented a less formal dining experience and was widely used by merchants, tradesmen, and tradesmen and the upper classes as well mm. in the 16th century already. Wow. Early, early. So, um, yeah, I, you know, do you, do you get... Um, do you just load your plate with things when you go up to that table or see what Bonnie, I do? Bonnie, it takes me two plates to get what I want. Really? Yes. What I do, Evan, is I put small amounts of what mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. on that plate. Small amounts so I can get a bite of everything. I put the main course mm-hmm. on one plate, whether it's some chicken, some meatloaf, some steak, whatever. And then on the other plate, I'll put the sides like the mashed potatoes, the green beans, the the corn, the carrots, um, asparagus, whatever it is. And then I'll just be with two plates. I'll sit down and I'll just start shoveling in. Then do you go up for seconds with what was your favorites on oh, those you plates? Oh, be- you better believe it. Yeah. I'm getting my money's worth. I pick my favorites out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I start with kind of smaller portions with everything. Yeah. Then my favorites, I go and grab some more. You know, one place I have not been in a long time is Golden Corral. Me neither. I I'm need to get I'm... my butt to Golden Corral <laughs> either in St. Lucie West by Lowe's, I do believe. There's one there. That's the one we usually go to. And there's one in Fort Pierce off of Virginia Avenue. Oh, is there? Yes. Ah, oh, I didn't know there was one up that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could mm. stop for breakfast one morning after after oh, yeah. coming from Fort Pierce. Yeah. How does G say it? Fort, Fort P- Pierce. 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 Only he can Pierce. say it properly. I know. <laughs> G, if you're listening, please call it. and help us out. Yeah. Um, so with that said, today's National Buffet Day, and sticking with the theme of food this morning, Bonnie, it's also National Cream Puff Day. National Cream Puff Day. I'm not a big fan of the cream puff, and I hate hate to be a Debbie Downer with that, or a okay. Bonnie Downer. Okay. But um, it originated in France. Mm-hmm. Cream puffs known uh, to be, well, they're French dessert pastry filled with whipped cream, pastry, cream, ice cream, or custard. Mm. Ooh, that custard might be interested in one. Uh, they may be served plain or can be decorated with chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, or dusted with powdered sugar. Ooh. <gasps> Now, when you said custard, you know what I thought of right away when I bring donuts in yeah. and I get you your Boston cream and it has oh. that yellow custard in the middle. And when you bite into it, it just oozes out the sides <laughs> of your mouth and yeah. just drips all the way down. And it's so good. Oh, that's pretty good. Man, oh, man, oh, man. It's so good. Wow. But do you ever go to, like, a restaurant and get a cream puff? It's been so long since I've even... I I can't remember. You know, Evan, I haven't even seen them. Like, when I look in the bakeries at the grocery stores... I'm going to have to ask Gavin if Publix... Uh, has cream puffs in the bakery. And you know what I see more of is the eclairs, you know. Oh, Bonnie, nothing beats a good chocolate eclair. Yeah, those those Mm, are mm, 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 seem more popular around here. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. (laughs)
I'm salivating right now. <laughs> salivating. Well, I'm going to have to get you some, some pastry and some ice cream. Yes. Please do. With an egg on top. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I got to tell well, you wild. about, I remind me to tell you after the news about what I had for dinner at Haley's birthday. I got to tell you about this. Good. I've never had this. It was, it was amazing. All right. 647 is your time right now. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has the stories. Well, Evan, with a new year comes new laws in Florida. Among them is the expansion of the move over law. Now, really, with the law, it breaks it down by saying anybody that stopped displaying like warning lights or, or hazard lights or trying to post or any kind of emergency signage, you're, you're now mandated to move over for them. Florida Highway Patrol Lieutenant Alex Camacho says if you cannot safely move over a lane, you have to drop your speed to 20 miles per hour lower than the posted speed limit. Violators face points on their licenses and tickets up to $158. A Vero Beach man was arrested after reports of shots fired in a Port St. Lucie apartment complex early Sunday. Less than three weeks after a similar situation, Paul Dawson, 27, is facing a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was booked into the St. Lucie County Jail at 11.22 a.m. on a $15,000 bond. At about 2 a.m., PSLPD received several calls for shots fired in the sanctuary apartments in 5400 block of Northwest Morin Trail, west of the turnpike. Upon arrival, officers found several shell casings in the stairwell of one of the buildings, though no victims were located. The agency said in a news release, investigators with the major crimes unit along with the responding officers identified a suspect and his apartment. A search warrant was obtained and the SWAT team served the warrant in the morning. There's no immediate threat to the surrounding community. And a 57-year-old Okeechobee County man riding an e-bike was struck and killed by an SUV in Okeechobee County, Florida Highway Patrol said Saturday. The crash was reported at 6.10 p.m. Friday at U.S. Highway 441, approximately 500 feet north of 96th Street. Our news time is 6.49. We'll take a look at traffic and weather together for you next. is the time. It's a blended show this morning. G's on vacation. We say Happy New Year to everybody. Time to take another look at traffic and weather together. It's all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 76 years. Checking traffic out there. No traffic to report. Everybody taking an extended New Year's weekend. And that's a good thing for some and not a good thing for others. Uh, if you happen to see something, please say something. Give us a call here in studio, 220-9788, 220-WSTU. 
55 degrees right now under cloudy skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for your weather report once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a chilly start this morning and a cloudy one too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon hours. Winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, This is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today, but there is a cold front moving through. And that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today. As we go into tonight, it's going to be chilly. Temperatures dropping into the 50s once again. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. is the time on the Get Up and Go show. It's a blended show this morning. Bonnie is here in my palatial studios. G is in his palatial bedroom sleeping. 
Or he's probably awake or something of that sort. Maybe right? he's up um, listening to our show right now. and I think that's probably the farthest thing from his mind is radio. When does he come back? Like, um, Well, ne- he's supposed Tuesday. to come back next Tuesday, but in my conversation with him, he said, I might come back Monday. Really? I think he's, he's getting uh, a little radio cabin fever, okay. so to speak. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. You can, sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. That's a good one. A vacation from a vacation. I hope, I don't know if I'm going to feel that way when I walk off my cruise next month. Bonnie, all I got to oh, tell no, you. it's this month. It's this month. See, it's, it's in two weeks. It is in two weeks. Oh. Two weeks. That's incredible. Two weeks from yesterday, you're going to be stepping on the Liberty of, it's Liberty, right? Liberty of the you're Sea. You're going to be stepping on the Liberty of the Seas two weeks from yesterday, and um do you have your time for boarding did you already get your time set i know i just know we're leaving the house well i don't want to say but yeah i know what time we're leaving i know what time we're i guess you know i just never have done a cruise and i know when i see that ship it's gonna be like so immense to me and i think we're on like a seven story like a seventh floor. There's oh, you're on the seventh. You're on deck seven. Yeah. Deck seven is a great deck to be on. Is it? Yes. Why? Because you're up higher. There's hardly. Are you midship or back or front? I'm just not, out of curiosity. That I'm not sure of yet. You don't know if you're aft no. or forward. Okay. I just hope there's like a lot of um, uh, ice cooler. You know, where I can get my ice, kind of like at a hotel. I hope I. Are have, you an ice chewer? I have a candy bar set up. Um, the chip machine is close by. Okay. Um, they they don't have chip machines on cruise ships. They don't. No. Oh, oh, because no. All, the food is free. Food's free. Well, obviously. Well, see, yeah. I've never take been as, on a cruise. Take as much as you want. So I'm not when you what get to here, here's what you're gonna do. When you board, okay, I'm gonna tell you a little secret. Is too. it like the love boat? Are they gonna no, be uh, checking no captain, us out to no, see no captain see stooping. our mysterious ways? No captain stooping. I'll tell you this: when you board, go directly to the Windjammer restaurant. That's where the buffet is. You'll go have your lunch, and then by the time you're done with lunch, you'll be able to go to your room. When you get to your room, your key to the world is going to be on the little door number right there. Your room key will be right there for you. You get your room key. You go in. That's the way they set it all up. Oh, okay. You put all your bags. You unpack. And then go explore. So only we have access to that room key, right, though? Only, Where, where's that room key sitting it'll at? It'll be right outside the door. They usually have it right there. Uh, it's like in a little envelope. Can't anybody just come in your room then? Yeah, and, people don't do that. People, people, people won't People will do know that. it's empty anyway. It's yeah. yet to be occupied. Yeah, okay. a, exactly. Once you get your key in your, your – you put your key in your pocket, and that's your key, and that's what you use for everything on the cruise ship. If you're going to – charge something cruise ship is cashless so everything is done with that key because you have to put a credit card when you when you go to register online on rollcaribbean.com and you set everything up it asked you for a credit card or whoever you know set everything up sue or whoever did Mm -hmm. so whatever credit card is on that room key that's who's going to get charged for everything so that's going to go to my credit card. Whatever. It'll go if you charge anything. Like when you go to Perfect Day at Coco Cay uh-huh. and you want to get an adult beverage and you don't have the adult beverage package, you just you just hand them your key. 
Oh, I hate that because um, yeah. I, I like cash. I think yeah. cash is still king. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't do cash. It's a cashless <sighs> cashless society on the on the cruise ships. Well, I'm going to wear my um, tidy whiteies then and okay. um, keep it that way. Keep keep my tidy they whiteies. Sell the little, they'll sell the little yeah. lanyards that you can buy right before you get on the ship, and you can just put your little key right in the lanyard, and it's around your neck the whole time with you because you're going to need that key if you get off the boat in Nassau or in Coco Cay, you got to have that key to get back on. The key to success. Yes, and because not being when they scan behind. your key, it's also going to show your photo to make sure that it's you as okay. well. Yeah, so we got to take a break right now. We're WSTU Stewart. We're Martin County's Heritage Station and WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. The news is coming up next.
Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. Happy New Year, everybody. You're the most famous person in the world. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're not good at this. I know, I know. That's what they all tell me. Some people just don't know when they're not wanting. I know. Well, you know, some people... People don't, and some people do. I know when I'm wanted and when I'm not wanted, okay? We'll just kind of leave it at that. It's 7.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors, please? It's now 7.07 a.m. It is 7.07 a.m. on the Tuesday morning edition of the program. You've got a friend in me. That's right, and we always have a friend always standing by whenever we need assistance with lawn and gardening and anything pertaining to plants. It's our resident plant expert, the one and only lovely and talented Linda Lou Salisbury. Good morning. Good morning, young lady. How are you this morning? I'm Chipper. Happy New Year. And Mazel Tov, right back at you. Ah, wonderful. We we do pretty well during the holidays, remembering to, you know, be cheerful and be kind to our friends. So let's do it all year. Definitely, I, I agree with you. How was your New Year, uh, Linda? Quiet. Um my husband and I just kind of went to bed, <laughs> to be truthful. Really? It was, yeah, I know. I know. It was pretty noisy here in the neighborhood, so I don't think we fell asleep right away. But gotcha. Um, I somehow the the two of us have had a very quiet visit. You know, he's he um, is finishing up his career. He's going to retire soon mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't get home very often, and we we cherish our time together. Oh, to that is so sweet! I love hearing stuff like that. Well, we've been together forty three years. Wow! Almost all of them have been great. <laughs> Almost <laughs> all of them. Yes. Well, you're gonna oh, have yeah. you're gonna have a few rough patches here and there. Yeah. Right during forty three years of it. Yes, if you're a human being. Linda, what's you the know, secret? Um, respect, I think. Okay. We, uh, we really respect each other. So if there's some little annoyance happens, you just forget about it because it's not important. I think listening falls in a good category of it too, right? Yeah, you got to have a good listening ear. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And sometimes you have to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah, know when to speak and when not to speak. That's right. Never go to bed angry. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yep. I did that um, once. I learned a good lesson. <laughs> you did that a couple of times, didn't you? I've Evan? been locked out of the bedroom. <laughs> oh no! Well, I think um, 
don't go to bed angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one for you then, yeah. my dear. <laughs> Linda, you have um, uh, some great stuff this morning for us to talk about. Uh, it's a burrowing owl. Tell us about that. Oh, this is uh, a photograph from my friend Kevin. Um, and we're Facebook friends, Kevin Korth. And he just loves birds. And mm-hmm. I love him for loving. Wait a minute. How many loves can we have in one sentence? I love him for loving birds. But this is a little baby owl. Um, they they do burrow in the ground. And uh, he's just the happiest little critter. You know, uh, owls are protected. We're not supposed to touch them, handle them, hoot at them. <laughs> Hootie. Um, but. We can love them. I mean, I had um, um, screech owls nesting in my palm tree out front of my house, and they kicked one of them out first. Either the other, the other baby owls probably did it, and uh, he landed on the ground safely. And I found him, and I took it to protective services because some of some uh, people get a, a license be able to care for them Mm -hmm. i did i got him a license i stole my husband's hat and made him a little nest in my car fortunately he didn't do any poo because my husband would have been annoyed (laughs) not angry but annoyed (laughs) and i just had to buy him a new hat i know it but he didn't do it he was a good little birdie and then the next day there was another one on the ground Mm mm-hmm and the protective people said that they're called tumblers, and they either fall out themselves because they're trying to learn to walk and fly, or the older ones push them out. Mm-hmm. Not nice. So I had a total of three that got kicked out, and I took care of all of them and took them to, to um, Windburn's small creatures is mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. and she they all grew up to be big healthy owls and uh, i donate every year to help because you know she's not for profit and i wanted to stay and help uh, with the animals but she wanted she was fine with that had plenty of help with the animals she wanted someone to do computer data entry and mm, not my strength where are they at, Linda? Where where did you t- where did you take them exactly? Uh, where are they at? Uh, they're the road. Oh dear, seventy that goes across the strait. Oh, oh yeah, they, seventy. Yeah, toward Okeechobee. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the fairground. Yeah, it's close to the fairground. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And what's it so called again? Small creatures. I've I've heard of them. Um, I've, I think I've, it's small creatures. Uh, Safe and sound, or something like that. But small creatures will get there, and and the w- lady's name is Win Burns. Okay. If you ever have a little struggle with tumbling owls, <laughs> doesn't that sound like they're tumblers? Oh, you mean they got kicked out of the nest? Yeah, yeah. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Talk to me about. Uh, I hope I say this right. Circadian rhythms is a yeah. prerequisite to being a true naturalist? This is, um, I've known about this for a long time, but I haven't been as aware of it before. The circadian rhythm is how your body 
responds to daylight and dark, the cycles of the earth, uh, the earth and the moon and the whole deal. So, and it's, uh, it tells you, the circadian rhythm tells your brain when to get up, when to eat, you know, when to go to bed. Uh, and it's, it's regulated by light and dark and uh, temperature, the whole deal. All the things that the earth offers you. And if you listen to it, you'll be health, healthier and happier. Mm. So there really is something to being a morning person or a night person. And that's your circadian rhythm. So how do you um, get in touch and in tune, like with a circadian rhythm? And I wonder well, if maybe my Alexa would play it for me as I go to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. Wait a minute, it's thought. called circadian rhythm? Yes. All right, wait a minute. Hold on one second here. Let me let me try this. Uh-oh. Hey, Siri, play circadian rhythm. And it's going to be drumbeat, right? No. <laughs> it could be. No, it didn't find anything. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, it well, didn't find anything. Well, it's not a song, actually, you know. It's, it's your body getting in touch with uh... the earth. I want to go home and uh, try to get in touch with that and uh, maybe take a walk through nature first. With circadian rhythms. Yeah. Yes. I like that. You know, if you, if you listen, it be, you have to be very still and very quiet. But if you listen to your own head, you know, the one with voices in it. Oh, boy. It will tell you. <laughs> I thought you'd pick up on that, Evan. But it'll tell you a myriad of things. Like, if, if you say that you're a morning person because you wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, mm-hmm. then you are. And other people, like my daughter, she's a, a, a night Acadian rhythm person. Mm. You can see her as the sun goes down, perk right up, and I'm ready to, you know, drag myself to bed and hope I make it that far. And she's like, whoa, ready to rock. Ugh. <laughs> There were some times when she was a teenager that that was a rough position to be in. But now that she's a mama for all, she understands better. <laughs> Linda, talk to me about some of the birds that were moved from the endangered list to now extinct status this past year that just went by. I know. Isn't it? This is so sad. And it is, is sad. List. Yeah. A lot uh, of these and, birds and, are in Hawaii, too. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it I is. That amazingly interesting, and there's still, of course, it's only, yeah. You know, what is what's today? The second. Yeah, today we're two days in. Two thousand four. So scientists are still trying to figure out why. Um, Hawaii has had some really rough weather, but it's just it got too close. If it's if these birds are in, extinct in one season, so. Um, you know, I, I've been doing some reading on Audubon and the, I haven't found an answer yet because I don't think they have an answer, but it's just so sad to think that all these birds are extinct now. Hopefully they'll find some hiding under a rock and be able to bring them forward and, and save the species. Yeah. Some of them are very beautiful they too. They really are colorful. Even if, you know, I, I'm very fond of gray. Also, so mm-hmm. as long as they're healthy and contributing to the cycle of the earth, I'm happy. Oh, I'm I happy. like um, I like those uh, gray and black chickadees that we had up north. Yeah, the chickadees. They're my those were like my mom's favorite bird. I swear, but they had like a uh, black and gray on them. 
Did you listen to the chick, chick, chickadee? I loved it. Call? I loved it. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's where they get their name. And they mm. would come and peck at the bird feeder. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, bird feeder, um, how is the bird feeder doing and the camera doing? They're neglected. Oh, no. Yesterday, my dear husband went out and bought <laughs> a ton of bird seed for me. Okay. Um, and we started putting up putting up the um getting the feeder down so we could put the bird seed in and we didn't have the right kind of ladder. Can you believe that? Oh no. I thought I could reach it but I couldn't. And um you know, he's a little bit taller than I am, so the ladder he was using was fine for him, but it wasn't for me. So we finally found the right ladder and by that time it was time to go cook dinner. But I promise the birds that today I'll get it all set up and because I've got all the ingredients now. Does and, he... uh, so today I will fix it. I'll oh, so the it. birds are going to get a five-course meal. You've got all the ingredients. That's right. And I've got different kinds of um, seed for different kinds of birds. Oh. So I can separate the aggressive ones. Well, it is you know, National they're... Buffet Day. Yes. So um, the bird birdies get a nice <laughs> really? buffet. There you go. That's a good one, Bonnie. <laughs> I got... so good. I've got a buffet for them so that the, the squirrels... The, I got some that the squirrels won't eat, uh, and I got some that the uh, safflower, which birds like uh, blue jays mm-hmm. and cardinals like, and uh, the squirrels don't. So you know, I'm gonna leave some for the squirrels because, like as I said, I they're critters; they deserve food too. If but they're I, so aggressive that if, they eat everything. If I do so climb got- up there sometime and eat in your feeder, leave leave some meatloaf out there for me. <laughs> and meatloaf and mashed potatoes, just for you. <laughs> Linda, let's get your information out there for people that want to get a hold of you for expert advice on lawn and gardening. How do they reach you? Yes, Linda Salisbury, Facebook, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. And I have on a red dress with white polka dots and a pink hard hat and my ever-loving Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my phone number is 206-909-7473. Text me, please. I love to text. All right, very good. And- That's Linda Salisbury, our resident plant expert, plant lady, plant everything, chainsaw mama, as she calls herself. Um, um. There you go. <laughs> the interview would not be complete unless we get that chainsaw sound effect. Linda, do that one more time for me. Bum, bum. Thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. That was a good one. That was a good one. Linda, have a great day and we will speak to you tomorrow morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. 722 is the time right now on a blended show this morning. Let's get right to the news desk. Bonnie has the stories. Thanks, Evan. A new state law is driving out another local official in Polk County. Eagle Lake Mayor Corey Kohler has resigned because of a new financial disclosure law that took effect yesterday. It requires local elected officials to publicly show all assets and liabilities of $1,000 or more. And one of the many new laws taking effect in this new year is an expansion of Florida's move-over law, and it could likely affect you. WPTV's Kate Hussey has the report. At KW Record in Stewart. 
tow trucks are ready for a long night of travel. We have the lights there for a reason. And for Warren Driscoll, part of that reason goes back to June 6th of 2006. Mentally, still, you're still in the back of your head. I mean, it's always there. Warren says a driver ran out of gas and called the KW Wrecker for help. But while Warren was filling up the tank, he says an oncoming vehicle didn't see the two men on the side of the road, hitting the driver head on before hitting Warren himself. He was killed. I jumped up on top of the truck and I got my arm and my shoulder messed up. Almost 20 years later, Warren still feels the impact. Leg is so bad, it's hard for me to shift. It's why he's thankful Florida's move over law is now a bit stronger. I say maybe one out of 10 people will move over, maybe, maybe. For years, Florida drivers have been required to put on their blinkers and move over a lane for any first responder, tow truck, or municipal vehicles on the side of the road. But that didn't apply to any old average Joe with his or her hazard lights on. Thanks to HB 425, though, that's all changing. So now this allows law enforcement to uh, issue citations in circumstances when people are pulled off to the side of the road and in danger and people are just driving by at high rates of speed. For Indian River County Sheriff Eric Flowers, it's personal. Back when I was a patrol deputy, my vehicle was actually hit uh, on the side of the road. He wasn't hurt, but according to AAA, 350 drivers are hit and killed on the side of the road every single year. One of the worst places to uh, pull over your car is on, like on the turnpike or I-95. That's why Representative Rick Roth of Palm Beach County co-sponsored the bill. And the reason Sheriff Flowers plans to cite anyone who doesn't slow down or move over for stranded drivers. They're in just as much danger as anybody else. Warren agrees, hoping agencies enforce it and drivers obey it so he and his customers can get home in one piece. We all need to get to see our family and, and a lot of people don't. I'm lucky that I survived. Give us the room. We need, we need to, to live. Now that the law has taken effect, if you choose not to move over, you could be fined up to $158. Reporting on the Treasure Coast, I'm Kate Hussey, WPTV News Channel 5. A Vero Beach man was arrested after reports of shots fired in a Port St. Lucie apartment complex early on Sunday, less than three weeks after a similar situation, according to police. Paul Dawson, 27, is facing a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was booked in the St. Lucie County Jail at 11.22 a.m. on a $15,000 bond. At about 2 a.m., Port St. Lucie PD received several calls for shots fired in the sanctuary apartments in the 5400 block of Northwest Morin Trail, west of the Turnpike. Upon arrival, officers found several shell casings in the stairwell of one of the buildings, though no victims were located. The agency said in a news release, Investigators with the Major Crimes Unit, along with responding officers, identified a suspect and his apartment. A search warrant was obtained, and the SWAT team served the warrant in the morning. There is no immediate threat to the surrounding community. Tom Wilkinson, the Oscar-nominated British actor known for his roles in The Full Monty, Michael Clayton, and The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, has died, his family said. He was 75. A statement shared by his agent on behalf of the family said Wilkinson died suddenly at home on Saturday. It didn't provide further details. Wilkinson was nominated for a Best Actor Oscar for his work 
in 2001's family drama In the Bedroom and in the Best Supporting Actor category for his role in Michael Clayton, a 2007 legal thriller that starred George Clooney. Great ways to exercise on a budget and get fit in 2024 with John Matarese. New year, new me. You know, that's the mantra a lot of people use to get in shape and start the new year off on the right foot. But keep in mind, some of those fitness options can get costly. Sean Wilson says this is a great time to start a fitness program. You can work out. Get your mind right, get your life right, stay focused. We found him here at the YMCA, which is rolling out New Year's deals at most locations. Senior VP Jeff Saunders says while the Y may be a bit pricier than some other gyms, the membership is more flexible. No contracts at all with our members. If you're wondering if getting in shape is worth the effort. It has been absolutely life-changing. I have more energy now at 32 than I did at 25. Katie Gallagher is a personal trainer. She says before you pull out your wallet, look for resources online. You know, whether it be Instagram or YouTube, there's so much free content available. Next, get creative and look at things you have available in your own home. You can grab a backpack, fill that with some heavy books. After you knock out some lunges, you can also download free apps to help you train. From Nike Run Club and Daily Yoga to Swimio and PumpX, there are free programs available no matter what you're interested in. Katie suggests using the nutrition app MyFitnessPal to track everything you eat in a day to find out where you stand. Knowledge is power. There's so much you can gain from that. Next, check with your local gym about a free trial. That gives you a chance to test things out and form a routine before you have to pay. A lot of workout classes allow you to go and take one for free. Finally, Jeff suggests asking if classes and child care are included. Well, you get all the free group exercise. You get child watch for your family. That way you don't waste your money. I'm John Matteris. It's 729. We have Evan Nine. He's taking a look at sports. I see what you did there, Bonnie. 729. We have Evan Nine. Oh, I didn't do that <laughs> like purposely or anything. It just so sort of that it, just it happened slipped out that normal. Way. It just slipped. That's okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, listen, Texas never led during its 37-31 loss to Washington on Monday night at the All-State Sugar Bowl, but in a dramatic finish had four chances to pull off what would have been a comeback for the ages. Texas and Washington, the 2-3. And Michael Penix Jr. was absolutely spectacular throughout this game. It's 21-21. It's a track meet, and nobody throws a better deep ball or more dots than Penix Jr. Jalen McMillan, touchdown, UW on top by seven. Now, Washington had fumbled a punt. In the first half, which gave Texas a short field, and they scored here. Texas puts it on the ground. Washington able to turn the turnover into points, but just three. They led by 10, 31-21. It's a 13-point game, and it felt like Washington, frankly, should have been ahead by more, but they weren't. That allows Quinn Ewers on a third down to hit Xavier Worthy. And Adnan Mitchell, AD. This guy's been making touchdowns in the playoffs for years. And it's suddenly a six-point game. Now Washington with Penix again. Who throws more beautiful balls than this young man? Hits Romeo Dunze, one of the spectacular wideouts for the Huskies. Sets up a field goal again. As they inch closer 
after Texas had gotten a field goal to get within 37-31. Dylan Johnson, they're trying to run out the clock. Texas is out of timeouts. And unfortunately, Johnson has been battling through an injury, has to be helped off the field, and it's doubly unfortunate because it stops the clock. When they punted, there was fair catch interference, so that moves them up 15 yards. Ewers looking deep on third and 10. Jordan Whittington, that's a 41-yard gain. You look up, they're approaching the red zone. Jaden Blue, does he grab it? They took a look to see if he secured it. Got it. Maybe a slight bobble. They'll take a look. They say the call stands. And now it's going to come down to an incredibly nervous couple of seconds. Five seconds on the clock. Get rid of it. Ewers throws it. Clock hits zeros. But they take another look and they say, let's put one second on the clock. So it literally comes down to this. Elijah Jackson comes over and knocks it away from A.D. Mitchell. And Washington hangs on. The strength of this team clearly panics in the offense. That pass defense has been maligned. They've given up a ton of yards, a ton of points. But when they had to make a play to play for a title, they did. You know, the Longhorns all night struggled to contain Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr., who shredded Texas for 430 yards and two passing touchdowns, completing 76% of his throws while adding 31 yards on three runs. Well, all right. And, uh, hey, the New Year's fireworks continuing the first day of 2024 with the Pioneers pouring in 16 three-pointers en route to their 13th straight victory, 103-82 to over Southern Union of Alabama. And uh, the 13-0 and start is the best in 60 years, by the way. Eminem, Mustafa, and Michael combining for 51 points yesterday with Jay Woodward adding 22. Now the Lady Pioneers picked up a pair of wins, 79-68 over DME Academy of Daytona, 57-52 over Bishop State of Alabama. The two wins may be costly, though, with both Jasmine Peaks and Jordan Bodie. Looks like they have injuries. The Pioneers will play in Daytona with the ladies at 2, the men at 4, on both WPSL and WSTU Saturday afternoon. Lenny's Pick'em League, Evan. Mm. We say congratulations to the winner from uh, week number 17. Souring Eagle wins. And uh, he had 13 correct, by the way. But, Evan, there were so many of us that weren't far behind with, like, 12 picks. You had 12. Yeah. I had 12. So did Mr. G. Yep. Uh, My Gary, the G-man, had 12. What place is he in right now? You know, I'm looking at this. It looks like it's kind of like a three-way tie with um, Shamus Mahagas is on top. Okay. Shamus. And followed by the G-man at number two. A lady with a fan is number three. I swear, if Gary wins this thing, I'm 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 just I'm never going to play Pick'em League again. And you know what? You can tell that I'm not even I'm not helping him at all with his picks because look how well he's doing in at number yeah. two, and I'm down at twenty nine. I just changed a bunch of my picks this morning, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I did. Did you pick for? Oh, oh, because you pick ahead. Yeah, I picked ahead. I picked of, ahead, but then I changed some of mine. Yeah. All I know is I can say I'm going with Miami over Buffalo. But Shamus Mahagas, the G-Man, and Lady with a Fan, in the whole scheme of things, they're kind of like tied for first place because they all have 163 points. Wow. They are running head and head, neck and neck. Neck and neck. Coming and down to the 
final line, the wire. Ah, uh, yeah. It's going to be a photo finish. Playoffs coming up of an exciting time. Yes. And uh, that's when I get excited for football when it's playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right, there you go. There you have. Uh, we'll talk more Lenny's Pick'em League a little bit later on this morning. It's a blended show this morning. Myself and Bonnie G's on vacation all week. He will be back next week, either Monday or Tuesday. We're going to flip a coin and we'll figure that out. 735, we'll be back with traffic and weather together next. is your time right now on the Blended Show this morning. Time to check traffic. Nothing on the Treasure Coast to report as you head further south down into Palm Beach County. 95 northbound exit ramp at Lantana Road. There's a vehicle crash with roadblock in that area, so do use caution. Otherwise, everything else looking good. If you see something, say something. Give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 55 degrees under cloudy skies right now here on the Treasure Coast. Time for another check on weather, all brought to you by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company since 82. For repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast 800-551-6606. It's a chilly start this morning on a cloudy one, too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So, yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon hours. Winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, this is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today, but there is a cold front moving through, and that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today. As we go into tonight, it's going to be chilly. Temperatures dropping into the 50s once again. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
wondering what your valuables are worth? Bring them to St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, and their friendly staff will tell you, and they'll pay you top dollar. Hi, it's Evan Nine from The Morning Show, and I can personally tell you from experience that St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. Hi, this is Hawk Levy from St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. I want to tell you all thank you for voting us number one again. Best jewelry and coin dealer, best gold and silver buyer, and best jewelry store. You know the demand has never been more for fine jewelry, signed jewelry pieces, coins, coin collections, paper money, Rolex, and all luxury watches, even designer purses. You ask why you should sell to St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin? It's real simple. They buy your jewelry as jewelry and not scrap. They resell everything on the international auction platform and in their local store. St. Lucie Jewelry does free confidential appraisals and house calls as well. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, located at US 1 and Walton Road in the Publix Plaza. Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. This is not headline news. A 38-question quiz can determine how long you will live. And if you have no patience for a 38-question quiz, the answer is not much longer. China is experiencing a respiratory illness outbreak with children. So expect a slight delay in the shipping of your iPhone 15. A list of the most anticipated movies of 2024 includes Beetlejuice 2, Deadpool 3, and nothing featuring Rob Schneider. And on a personal note, this is my last report for 2023. I'll be on vacation next week, but I'll be back for more in 24. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? I'm going to be seeing these people here up in Orlando soon. The Globetrotters. Really? I bought tickets. Oh, what fun. I am so excited. Is Rachel excited to see She's them She's going to go. She's actually excited. Nice. Yes, we're going to do something as a married couple. Very rarely do we do that, but we are going to do something as a married couple. You'll have to come back and tell me all about their basketball sco- oh, uh, skills gosh. and see if there's anything new that they're We providing. got first row seats, so really? we're like right on the court. You don't even need your binoculars. No, it's all right there. So what some people call a nuisance, I kind of like to call a dream. I've never really understood people who move into a home or a neighborhood and then complain about things that were there long before them. Like the people who moved next to the bars in midtown Nashville and then they complained about the live music to the point that one popular restaurant and venue shut down rather than fight the constant complaints. But apparently... It's happening again to another business in Nashville. A local woman is suing Roy's Meat Service, which is a local meat market and barbecue restaurant located over in East Nashville, claiming that the smell of the grilling and smoked meats is a nuisance, Bonnie. It's a nuisance to her. According to the TV station, Natalie Castillo... Moved into the home next to the restaurant about two years ago, but apparently she didn't do her research because Roy 
Meat Service has been grilling up meat in the neighborhood for the last nine years. And I mean, what do you really expect when you move next to a restaurant that serves smoked meats? If you ask me, that just adds to the value of the property, getting to smell the smoked meats every day. That smoky barbecue smell infiltrating your home. I love that smell, though, of just good barbecue. You walk into a... You, you know you're in a good barbecue place when you walk in and you, you just go... And you smell that, that brisket or, yeah. the, or the ribs or, or, oh, man. I'd like it in certain places, but I mm-hmm. guess um, it's too bad she didn't do her homework. She should have. I wouldn't want to be smelling it all the time. She should have. A uh, Taiwanese man was arrested recently at Thailand's Suvarna Blumi Airport last year, December the 5th, after he was caught by customs officers trying to smuggle two otters and a prairie dog onto a flight, wow. onto an airplane. The, and a prairie dog? Yes, prairie dog. Oh, my gosh. The 22-year-old man reportedly first put the small animals into his pantyhose and secured the bound pouches around the waist with packing tape. Now, his odd behavior... And visible bulges in his pants. <laughs> Maybe they thought he had like um. He big, wasn't well. Big biceps in his legs. No, he wasn't. Uh, he didn't have a large package. <laughs> like Hulk style. No, uh, but the visible bulges in his pants caught the attention of the officers as he was walking through the X-ray machine at the security checkpoint. Did they see those bulges moving too? Like those they otters. They actually did. Those otters make serious movement Yeah, now. They, they couldn't understand why <laughs> the bulges were moving so much between his legs. So um, they took him in a back room, they x-rayed him further, and that's when they um, they found the, the those... Uh, that had to be the serious, most major, weird, odd kind of find yeah. of... <laughs> yeah. Is that a, a, what do they call it? Is that a what in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? There okay. was a guy too not too long ago out in, uh, was it Jupiter or Jupiter Farms that got bit by an otter? Remember mm-hmm. that story? That was um, this year. Yeah, I think he got bit by a little otter like in his backyard. Hmm. So those things can bite. Yeah. That guy was, um, that was like, that guy was majorly brave. Yeah, very brave. <laughs> A uh, last story for you this morning as we start off the new year. A 27-year-old woman got picked up by an Uber at a hotel in Austin, Texas on Sunday. She was heading to the airport and she was running quite the bit late. Her name is Nayusha Afkami. Nayusha Afkami. Nayusha Afkami. Okay. The driver says she got upset when she saw how long it would take take to get there and wanted them to drive faster but apparently they wouldn't go faster so out of nowhere Nayusha grabbed the driver's phone and threw it out the window which you'd think would just delay her even more but she had a plan when the driver pulled over to grab the phone that Nayusha threw out the window (laughs) Guess what Nayusha did? Yeah, gets in the Guess. driver's seat. You got it. How you crazy, nailed it. How she crazy hopped is in that? the driver's seat and stole the car. That's wild. The driver called the police, and the airport security stopped the driver 
before she even boarded the flight. They found the car abandoned in front of the Southwest Airlines terminal. Nayusha couldn't have been running late all that much because she still managed to stop at a store inside the airport and bought more than $120 worth of stuff with the driver's credit card. Wow. And she's facing charges for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Oh, my gosh. How about that That one? That story is just wild, Evan. That's why they call it stupid news. You know, that's something like you would see in a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody getting in the Uber driver's seat. Oh, yeah. And you don't uh, think they're going fast enough. So what do you do? Well, you just um, take the car. I I don't know. I'd be seriously afraid of being an Uber driver, you just never know who's. I getting, did it for a couple of years. Who's getting in your car? Did you? I did it for a couple of years. Did you have good experiences? With for the most part, I did. In? For the most part, I did. Everybody was very respectful. Yeah. Yes, I will say that. You know that much. Now I turned a lot of those clients that were Uber customers into. I started a little private driving business. Right. So now they're my private clients. So uh-huh. they, I have about thirty of them in my phone. And they'll call me if they need, like, rides to the airport, to the cruise terminals, or things like that. Um, They'll call me up, and and they know that that they'll get, you know, reputable service. That's nice that you turn something into something like that. Bonnie, we've all heard the statistics about how much of our lives are spent doing mundane things, like watching TV or eating. For example, based on an average life expectancy of 74 Point three years, that is the average life expectancy, how much time people waste in their lives. So I have a list, and this all came from my favorite publication, by the way. Oh, the uh, Cosmo? Yes, Cosmo. Do you know that applying deodorant, you will do this a total of three days and eight hours out of your whole entire lifetime when you add it all up together? The amount of time it takes to put deodorant on. Okay. And um, you add all that time up over 74 <laughs> and 0.3 years, it amounts to three days and eight hours. Does it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to the bathroom number be one. doing it every morning. Going to the bathroom number one. Total of 29 days and five hours. Hmm. Going to the bathroom number two. Ready for this one? This is an astounding figure. It's got to be a lot more. Three months of your life expectancy in eight days. Wow. Blowing your nose. Six days in two hours. On hold when you're calling customer service. Mm -hmm. Two months and two days. Waiting for a computer to boot up. 16 days and six hours of your entire lifetime. That much spent in feeling like it's wasted. Yep. That's weird. Yep. In the whole scheme of things, that yep. just seems weird. Grocery shopping. Ready for this one? 100 days. 10 months. You're close. 10 months and 17 days. So that's 300 days. 317 days. Uh, grocery shopping of your entire life. Eating at Mickey D's. Six days and 10 hours. Driving your car to work, eight months and one day. <laughs> um, opening junk mail, eight months. How do they figure all of this out? I don't know. They're, they have these experts. And the last one, this one's astounding. Waiting to see doctors. 
out of 74.3 years of your life expectancy. It depends how much you go to the doctor now. 64 hours. Yeah. 64 hours. I thought it would be maybe a matter of uh, more days uh, with waiting for the doctor yeah, there. 64 flipping hours. I wonder how much of your life you spend sleeping. Uh, we could Google that. Oh. Let's see. Uh, let me look up how much yeah, of you your look, life. Yeah, that's a great. Ask, ask Google. Um, how much of your life expectancy do you spend sleeping? Is spent and see what it comes up with. Sleeping, and the You're tally the, says dun, the dun, average dun, dun, person dun, dun, dun. spends about 26 years sleeping in their life, wow. which equates to 9,490 days or 227,760 hours. 26 years 26 of years of your entire lifetime is spent sleeping. It's supposed to be one-third of our entire lives spent asleep wow. in bed. Oh, my. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, we also spend seven years trying to get to sleep. Yeah, that's me. <sighs> oh, I hate that's me. that. I hate trying to fall asleep because I just, like last night, I just could not, I could not fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, there are certain nights, certain nights for me too, Evan. Definitely so. It is 7.52. It's news time. Let's get right to the news desk. Bonnie has the stories. Thanks, Evan. With a new year comes new laws in Florida. Among them is the expansion of the move-over law. Now, really, with the law, it breaks it down by saying anybody that stopped displaying, like, warning lights or, or hazard lights or trying to post or any kind of emergency signage, you're, you're now mandated to move over for them. Florida Highway Patrol Lieutenant Alex Camacho says if you cannot safely move over a lane, you have to drop your speed to 20 miles per hour lower than the posted speed limit. Violators face points on their licenses and tickets up to $158. A new state law is driving out another local official in Polk County, Eagle Lake Mayor Corey Kohler has resigned because of a new financial disclosure law that took effect yesterday. It requires local elected officials to publicly show all assets and liabilities of $1,000 or more. Florida shoppers can start the new year by saving a few bucks on certain items. The state sales tax holiday for back-to-school items went into effect yesterday. It lasts for two weeks through January 14. Major League Baseball star Wander Franco is reportedly under arrest in the Dominican Republic. That's according to multiple local reports after the Tampa Bay Rays player appeared at the district attorney's office in Puerto Plata Monday morning. Franco is accused of having inappropriate relationships with underage girls. He was placed on administrative leave in August as the league investigated the allegations. Baseball reporter Hector Gomez says Franco will be arraigned Wednesday and prosecutors will request he be kept in jail without bail. I'm Brian Shook. And gas prices in Florida are heading back down again. AAA says today's statewide average is 3.06 a gallon, one cent less than yesterday. It's 7:54, and we'll take a look at your traffic and t- and weather together for you next.
755, time to check traffic and weather together. It's all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 76 years. Checking traffic right now. Nothing really to report here on the Treasure Coast. Everything looking really, really good this morning. Remember, if you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 55 degrees under cloudy skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for another check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a chilly start this morning and a cloudy one, too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So, yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon. Hours winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, this is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today, but there is a cold from moving through and that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today as we go into tonight it's going to be chilly temperatures dropping into the 50s once again i'm wptv first alert meteorologist jennifer correa on wstu am 1450 martin county's heritage station
Coming up on 8 a.m. right here at WSU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie. The talk of the Chosier Coast, the news is coming up next. Then Chief Deputy John Budensieg from the Martin County Sheriff's Office is going to be joining us this morning. And we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. The big fentanyl arrest and the fentanyl crisis. And also the latest phone scam that is going on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back.
Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much. Happy New Year, everybody. What's happening today? Well, like I said, it's Happy New Year Day. This is your lucky day. Is it? Maybe I'll go play the lottery. I can win some money. You sound different in person. I know. I. That's what a lot of people tell me. Time now is 8.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you step up to the microphone for your first appearance in 2024. It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm playing this song for my next guest. Well, he's not exactly a Beverly Hills cop, but he's the chief deputy of the Martin County Sheriff's Office, and that's John Budenseek, and we say Happy New Year to you, John. Good morning, Evan. Happy New Year to you and the listeners out there. Definitely so, and I tell you, John, I have, in the last week, I have never seen you have so much television time since I've known you. There's been so much going on in Martin County. It seems like the criminals all wanted to get their their uh, end of year licks in. So we have had a lot going on. Thankfully, a lot of that has solved. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Yeah, definitely uh, so. And wrap up. the first thing I want to talk about is, and I tell you, I got to tip my hat to the Martin County Sheriff's Office to that massive, massive fentanyl arrest that you guys just had. Absolutely. Well, that's kudos to our narcotics unit that works on this day in and day out. It's uh, it's an alarming seizure that they had, and it's alarming for two reasons. One, just the sheer uh, volume of what they got. The other part of it is what they seized were pills that were were stamped to look like Roxycodone, oxycodone uh, prescription pills. So, if you indeed had a prescription for those pills, which, by the way, those pills have proven to be deadly in and of themselves, but if for some reason you thought you were taking a uh, a controlled substance that you could purchase at a pharmacy, you were indeed not taking that. You were taking fentanyl, which obviously we know could kill you with small dosages. So, we're happy that we got it off the street. Clearly, there's a trend of this uh, moving across the whole country, and uh, it was alarming to see what we actually got here in Martin County. Yeah, it was um, 10,000 freshly pressed fentanyl pills, the street value over a quarter of a million dollars, all intercepted on Wednesday. Unbelievable. Great job by your department, John, really. Yep, so our, our detectives... And this shows you the profit margins in drug deal, and that's why these guys do it. Our detectives were buying that for $50,000, so it's $5 a pill. But street value here in Mark County, really in South Florida, is 30 to $35 per pill. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of money to be made in that, and that's why these knuckleheads are doing this. Now, last night I was watching the news, and um, I saw you on, on TV, 
talking about this new phone scam that is going on. And I was listening very intently. And for those that did not catch the TV piece, I want, if you could, please let our listeners know exactly what is happening with this. Yes. So the scam itself is not new. In fact, you and I have talked about it on this show, but it's becoming more sophisticated as they fine-tune it. And it's simply a scam where you get a call from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Of course, they're spoofing our number. It's our number, but it's not our people. And they're telling you that you have a warrant for your arrest because you missed jury duty. Now, in this particular scam, I've heard about these scams. We've been investigating them for years. Uh, But on this one, they called one of our employees who happened to have been a detective for many years, a part-time employee now, but actively involved in the community. And that employee put me on a three-way call. So I'm listening to this whole thing as it unfolds. And I'm texting, we're texting back and forth, trying to trip this scammer up with questions that they shouldn't know the answer to. And Evan, I got to tell you, this, this guy, whoever it was, had an answer for everything. If I didn't know better, I would think it was the Martin County Sheriff's Office myself. Uh, one, of the, one of the questions that we asked was, can we get a copy of the warrant? Yes, sir, no problem. They text over a copy uh, with, the, uh, with this subject's name cut and paste into it, with citing U.S. code. Uh, we we uh, asked, hey, we think you might be a scam. Can you just have your dispatch call? Yes, sir, no problem. Let me hang up with you, and they'll call you momentarily. And sure enough, a call from our dispatch came in. Of course, again, it wasn't our dispatch, but it was our number, mm-hmm. which was spoofed. Uh, it just went on and on. At every turn, we asked judges' names here. Who, what judge issued the warrant? And sure enough, they gave us the name of a local judge. They gave us names of local law enforcement. Wow. Boy, they've, got, they've gotten really smart to this thing. They have. You can, clear, you can get all that on Google, but they, they were... They just were not to be dissuaded, and they, they really did have the answers. I I hung up from that call, which, by the way, there's multiple calls. We, right. We, it went on for probably two hours. You know, the, the crux of it is eventually they've got to get to the point where they want they need money. Right. And the, uh, their selling point was, hey, you have a warrant right now for not showing up for jury duty. You can send us the money. And we'll take the warrant out of the system, but eventually you're going to have to come down to the Mark County Sheriff's Office and uh, present your ID, at which point we'll refund you your money. And uh, that, that's where it was the most obvious that it was a scam. Right. They wanted, they wanted uh, gift cards or primarily gift cards to be uh, sent to a specific location. Of course, that's a red flag. Now, I Anybody heard call? also, John, that during these phone calls – they even had police scanners or radios playing in the background while they were on the phone talking to victims to make yep. it even sound more authentic. They absolutely did. And I tell you, it was as authentic sounding as a scam can be. And what, what worries us, and you know, for your listeners to put this out there, there are probably people that gave money to these scammers that truly think they gave it to the Mark County Sheriff's Office to resolve uh, their bond. Right. So, you know, again, we don't call people and tell them that they have warrants for their arrest. We show up, we knock on your door, and we just take you to jail. 
Uh, we don't operate like that. So, you know, I jump up and down and say it all the time. You don't fall prey to these scammers, but they really are convincing. I understand after listening to why people indeed uh, fall for these. It's, it's extremely intimidating to have who you think is Sergeant so-and-so, and they named a real sergeant at the sheriff's office, telling mm-hmm. you that you have a warrant, we're going to come get you, and, uh, you know, you're going to get arrested for this. And these are law-abiding, these are people, these are jurors. These are people that do what they're supposed to do day in and day out. Wow, un- unbelievable. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, fatal crash uh, that happened uh, overnight, I guess it was, uh, involving a motorcycle, if we could. Yes, unfortunately, we started the year off New Year's Day with our first fatality. We did, and in my opinion, we did really well last year. I think we had 16 fatalities total across the county, kind of mirroring or uh, contrasting that between 2022 and 2023. In 2022, we were at like 35 fatalities. So last year, we went to work and worked really hard on traffic enforcement. Uh, But unfortunately, last night, we had a motorcycle uh, and appears was traveling at an extremely high rate of speed southbound on US-1 and uh, struck a car that was turning into a neighborhood. Struck that car so uh, the impact was so significant that the motorcycle was impaled into the car, and the car itself oh. was over, overturned from the impact. So that's how fast that bike was going. Wow. I didn't know a motorcycle could, could uh, flip a car, but it did in this case. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. The car makes the motorcycle go airborne, but in this case, unfortunately, the uh, the motorcycle flipped the vehicle. Um, before I let you go, I have to um, tip my hat to your department again and Martin County Fire Rescue. Friday night, I was on the way to uh, celebrate Haley's uh, 32nd birthday down in in Jupiter, and I got down uh, into Martin County on 95, and I could see a lot of smoke as I'm driving off to the right side of the road, and as I got closer, I saw a car fire, and I'm like, okay, I'm moving over to the left, and then I see a whole lot of Martin County Sheriff's Office deputies uh, pull up right before Florida Highway Patrol got there. And, you know, fate would have it, it would be my luck that the car in front of me was the last vehicle to get through, and they stopped it where I was up front. But I'm I, I'm not mad about that. I understand why they did that, because the car could have exploded, um, the, the tires started popping and things like that. But at how fast and how quick the response was, of not only your department and the deputies, but the Martin County Fire Rescue on the scene. John, within 15 minutes, they had that car fire out, extinguished, and traffic flowing again within 15 minutes. Well, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate you touching on Martin County Fire Rescue. They work hand-in-hand with us. Daily. In fact, they had another car fire this morning out on 95. So mm-hmm. it's every, every day that we're working together, doing our part to keep you know everything working and, and safe here in the county. And they do a phenomenal job. Very, very good. 
Uh, folks, if you want any information, you can always go to the uh, Martin County Sheriff's Office website. Anything that we talk about is usually there. You can go to their Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash Martin County Sheriff's Office. There's a whole plethora of information there as well. You can catch up on anything that uh, we speak about uh, on the program. Hey, uh, John, always a pleasure. Happy New Year to you and your family and to the sheriff and his family as well and all the deputies that do a great job there. Pleasure was mine. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up this morning, $2,065.60 an ounce, and silver opening up $23.82 an ounce. That is the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Eight twenty-one news time. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie standing by with these stories. Thanks now, Evan. With a new year comes new laws in Florida. Among them is the expansion of the move-over law. The law it breaks it down by saying anybody that stops displaying like warning lights or or hazard lights or trying to post or any kind of emergency signage, you're you're now mandated to move over for them. Florida Highway Patrol Lieutenant Alex Camacho says if you cannot safely move over a lane, you have to drop your speed to 20 miles per hour lower than the posted speed limit. Violators face points on their licenses and tickets up to $158. The names of nearly 200 people connected to Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse case could be made public as early as Tuesday. A New York judge has the power to release that information, which includes victims and some of the disgraced financiers' alleged associates. A deadline for objections to the release passed at midnight, nearly nine years after the first defamation defamation claim was filed in court. A federal judge has ordered the public disclosure of the identities of more than 150 people mentioned in a mountain of court documents related to Epstein, uh, saying the most of the names were already public and that many had not objected to the release. A Vero Beach man was arrested after reports of shots fired in a Port St. Lucie apartment complex early Sunday, less than three weeks after a similar situation. Paul Dawson, 27, is facing a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was booked... <clears throat> into the St. Lucie County Jail at 11.22 a.m. on a $15,000 bond. At about 2 a.m., PSLPD uh, received several calls for shots fired in the sanctuary apartments 
in the 5400 block of Northwest Morin Trail, west of the Turnpike. Upon arrival, officers found several shell casings in the stairwell of one of the buildings, though no victims were located. Investigators with the Major Crimes Unit, along with responding officers, identified a suspect and his apartment. A search warrant was obtained, and the SWAT team served the warrant in the morning. There is no immediate threat to the surrounding community. A nursing student is now reunited with a nurse who she met on a flight where the two helped save a man's life as they both now work at HCA Florida St. Lucie Hospital. Here's the story from WPTV's Jessica Bruno. Start CPR. One, Keep two, going. Three, four. Wonderful. At HCA Florida St. Lucie Hospital. Breathe. Breathe. Clinical educator Rio Radermanis is teaching yet another lesson. Now you're going to feel that pressure here. To Mina Emmons. So you keep doing that. These two have quite the history that started back when Mina was still in nursing school. On a flight from Charlotte to PBI in May. As we're up in the air, I could hear a commotion in the back. And then they said, okay, are there any um, medical personnel on the flight, doctors or nurses? And so then we're like, go, go. Rio says in the back of the plane, a passenger was having a medical emergency. And as I got to the seat, I saw this young lady holding spine, C-spine stabilization behind the gentleman who was ill. And I was like, good job, excellent, airway first. Hi, everybody. And I was just like, nope, we're going to breathe. If there's anything I know what to do is you're going to breathe today. Today you're staying just <laughs> Today like you're this. breathing. And we got everything stabilized. It was great. Otherwise, you know, got him off safely and taken care of. And then Mina had an idea. I wasn't sure where I exactly wanted to go because you're, you know, I'm not, well, I'm from North Carolina. And then moving to Florida, I was like, well, where do I want to go that's good for new people? She pops over the seat. She goes, where are you? Are you, are you, where are you? And I said, I'm, I'm at St. Lucie Hospital. You know, I'm, I'm work for a division, but my seat is St. Lucie. I'm going to learn under you. I'm going to go where you are. I want to learn under you. I'm going to learn under you. And I was like, okay. Months later. Whenever you're working with kids, you want to have both hands on. And that became a reality at Mina's orientation in October that Rio was running. I like to ask them, what did your family say when you said you wanted to be a nurse? But when she, I got to Mina, she goes, oh, yeah, I, I did it. I mean, I was already in nursing school, but I came here because of you, Rio. Remember the plane? And I was like, what? <laughs> I literally... <laughs> so as we enter a new year... Good, good. These two are thankful 2023 brought them together. Keep going. That's you fun. got it. You got it. And thank you for being on the flight with me. Oh, <laughs> thank you for not missing the flight, right? I mean, give me a hug. In oh, Port St. Lucie, I'm Jessica Bruno. So excited for you. WPTV News Channel 5. Florida shoppers can start the new year by saving a few bucks on certain items. The state sales tax holiday for back-to-school items went into effect yesterday, and it lasts for two weeks through January 14th. Gas prices in Florida are heading back down again. AAA says today's statewide average is three oh six a gallon, one cent less than yesterday. 826 is the news time. We'll take a look at our traffic and weather together for you next.
827 is your time on the Blended Show this morning. G will be back next week. Let's take a look at traffic right now. Got a couple of accidents to report out there. 95 northbound, mile marker 118. That's at Gatlin Boulevard. There's a vehicle crash in that area right now. Also, 95 northbound, mile marker 110. There's a vehicle crash in the Palm City area, so do use caution in that area also as well. And a v- another, v- there's actually two vehicle crashes in that area at mile marker 110. So do use caution. Remember, if you see something, say something. Give us a call. 220-9788. 220-WSTU. 55 degrees right now here on the Treasure Coast under cloudy skies. Let's have another check on weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a chilly start this morning and a cloudy one, too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So, yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon. Hours, winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, this is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today, but there is a cold front moving through, and that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today. As we go into tonight, it's going to be chilly. Temperatures dropping into the 50s once again. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. That weather report brought to you by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company since 82. For repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast 1-800-551- 6606.
Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kimmel, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The Get Up and Go Show. We'd love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. 8.31 is your time right now. And without further ado, Captain Randy Siegel standing by with the first space report of 2024. Happy New Year, Captain. Happy New Year to you, Admiral, and a healthy one. Thank you. Well, sir, the first launch for the United States will take place today. Yep, they're getting off to a quick start because there'll be a lot of launches taking place. This one, however, will launch from Vandenberg Space Force Base at 9.13 this evening. And the first stage will land on, of course I still love you. That's the drone ship in the Pacific Ocean. They'll place new Starlink satellites into orbit, and that'll be the first launch of the year for the United States. Cosmonauts on board the space station are wishing a happy new year to everyone on Earth. It says, and I quote, during these holidays, each of us can share a play, a piece of our warmth with our relatives and friends. Help those who need it and give a miracle to those who are close to you. Don't be afraid to do good. Give happiness and smiles to those around you. This is from the Russian crew that's up into orbit. The other astronauts that are in orbit also sent down good wishes for the new year as we continue our cooperation. In orbit now is Oleg Konyenko, Nikolai Chub, Konstantin Borisev, NASA astronauts Jasmine Mugabe and Laurel O'Hara, European Space Agency has Andres Morgensen, and the Japanese Space Agency has Satoshi Furukawa. So an eclectic group up there in space. The first actual launch that took place this year was by India. Yep, India has become a major player in space. And their launch team has placed into orbit the XPOSAT, which is X-ray polarimeter satellite. This is a satellite that was placed into orbit that will send back a lot of information on X-rays, the sources that we're trying to learn about in extreme conditions, such as black holes. So we're getting more information back than we have ever before. The launches that took place this year have been quite extensive, to say the least, concerning last year. There were 96 Falcon 9 flights versus 61 last year, 
1,985 Starlink satellite launches on 63 missions, more than the entire 2022 total. Cumulative to date, SpaceX has reflown boosters 216 times and landed boosters 241 times. The Dragon 2 capsule flew for the fourth time a new record. One first stage has flown 19 times, and the others have flown 17. A perfect record for the year. And we're going to see more coming up. Coming up this year will be the Crew-6 mission to the space station on March 2nd. I'm sorry, the launches that took place last year. Crew-6 went on March the 2nd. The Axiom-2 mission went on May 21st. And the Crew-7 mission went on August 26th. Not bad. But that was also outflanked by the Transporter Rideshare Program that saw four launches in 23. There were five Falcon Heavy flights. The U.S. Space Force flight, the VSAT, the Jupiter-3, which is Echo Star, the Psyche mission, and the U.S. Space Force 53 mission with that space plane. Russia launched only 19 times during the year. Europe launched only three times, and United Launch Alliance only had three launches. So you can see that not a whole lot of other launches except for SpaceX. SpaceX continues being the leader, to say the least. This year's lineup will see three Falcon Heavy flights, the Axiom-3 manned mission on January 17th, NASA's Crew-8 mission in February, Transporters 10, 11, and 12, Intuitive Machines, IM-1, that's a lunar lander set for February, the Polaris Dawn, the first of three crewed flights that are organized by Jared Isaacman. And they'll also test out a new EVA spacesuit. Firefly Blue Ghost will have a lunar lander. Intuitive Machine IM-2, another lunar lander. Axiom-4, a manned flight. NASA's Crew-9 in August with a crewed flight. And the Cygnus NG-22, which will be a space freighter going to the station. <clears throat> so a lot of good stuff going up there this year. We're sorry to report that Eddie Bernice Johnson, the first woman and the first person of color to chair the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee, she passed away. Currently, on, on that task, is Frank Lucas, Republican from Oklahoma, and ranking member Zoe Lofgren, a Democrat from California. So they mourn, as we all do, her loss. She has been amazing. On December 30th, we made the closest approach to Jupiter's moon Io, 
closer than any other spacecraft over 20 years, coming roughly 930 miles from the surface. A lot of data coming back. We take a look back and we see that SpaceX had tested its booster 10 of its Starship. They're getting ready for the Flight 3 to take place, and this booster had a hot firing while being bolted to the launch pad, but it still was a remarkable mission that's going to be flown on board that particular vehicle. Lastly, we want to tell you that Japan's slim robotic spacecraft entered moon orbit on December 25th and is scheduled to land on January 19th. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow, as well as some other launches coming up. So until then, have a great day, everyone. That's Captain Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He'll be back with us tomorrow morning, right around the 8.30 time frame. I'm going to tell you about Ellie's Dockside Deli. It's their second location. They've been around for at least a year now. But that's okay, because it's just like a brand new place. It's the sister place to Ellie's Downtown Deli. They're at 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard, now serving breakfast and lunch. They're open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. They're located right in the Sailfish Marina, right next to Sanskrit Park. Give them a call, 772-291-2706. The best part about it, you can come by boat, come by car, any way that you can get there, you simply can't beat the view. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli, 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Sailfish Marina. And tell Chef Mark that we sent you. It is now 841 on a blended show this morning. G is off this week on vacation. He'll be back, I do believe, Monday or Tuesday next week. We'll let you know uh, as far as that goes. In the meantime, let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has these stories. Thanks now, Evan. And with a new year comes new laws in Florida. Among them is the expansion of the move-over law. Now, really, with the law, it breaks it down by saying anybody that stopped displaying, like, warning lights or, or hazard lights or trying to post or any kind of emergency signage, you're, you're now mandated to move over for them. Florida Highway Patrol Lieutenant Alex Camacho says if you cannot safely move over a lane, you have to drop your speed to 20 miles per hour lower than the posted speed limit. Violators face points on their licenses and tickets up to $158. A Vero Beach man was arrested after reports of shots fired in a Port St. Lucie apartment complex early Sunday, less than three weeks after a similar situation. Paul Dawson, 27, is facing a charge of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He was booked into the St. Lucie County Jail 11.22 a.m. on a $15,000 bond. Then at about 2 a.m., Port St. Lucie Police PD received several calls for shots fired in the sanctuary apartments west of the turnpike. Upon arrival, officers found several shell casings in the stairwell of one of the buildings, though no victims were located. Investigators with the Major Crimes Unit 
A long and responding officers identified a suspect and his apartment. A search warrant was obtained, and the SWAT team served the warrant in the morning. There is no immediate threat to the surrounding community. A 57-year-old Okeechobee man riding an e-bike was struck and killed by an SUV in Okeechobee County. Florida Highway Patrol said on Saturday the crash was reported at 6.10 p.m. Friday at U.S. Highway 441, approximately 500 feet north of 96th Street. And now the New Year's fireworks continuing the first day of 2024 with the Pioneers taking wins. Uh, They poured in 16 three-pointers en route to their 13th straight victory a 103 to 82 last night o- over southern union of alabama the 13 and 0 start is the best in 60 years eminem mustafa and michael combining for 51 points jay woodward had 22 and the lady pioneers picked up a pair of wins 79 to 68 over dme academy of daytona and 57 to 52 over bishop state of alabama the two wins may be costly with both Jasmine Peaks and Jordan Bodie having injuries. The Pioneers play in Daytona with the ladies at two. The men will play at four and hear the games on both WPSL and WSTU this coming Saturday afternoon. It's 844 right now. We'll have your traffic report and weather ahead too. is your time right now. It's a blended show this morning. Time to check traffic one more time and weather together. It's all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 76 years. Checking traffic right now, 95 northbound, mile marker 118 at Gatlin Boulevard. There's a vehicle crash in that area. Also, I-95 southbound, mile marker 110. Another vehicle crash in that area as well, so do use caution. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something, please give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 57 degrees right now under mostly cloudy skies to start the new year off. Here's another look at weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a chilly start this morning and a cloudy one, too. Temperatures are in the 50s for the start of our Tuesday, warming up to highs in the upper 60s this afternoon. So, yeah, it's a cool afternoon with partly to mostly cloudy skies out there. And it does become breezy also throughout the afternoon. Hours winds out of the west to northwest, 15 to 20 miles per hour. Could gust higher than that. Uh, this is especially for the coastal areas. No chance for rain today but there is a cold front moving through and that's why we're seeing a bit of cloud cover throughout today as we go into tonight it's going to be chilly temperatures dropping into the 50s once again i'm wptv first alert meteorologist jennifer correa on wstu am 1450 martin county's heritage station
sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash sinners to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly costs, your Marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. Time now, 849 on the Get Up and Go Show. we got about, uh, oh, 10 minutes left of programming. And um, I just wanted to kind of revisit, um, you know, just kind of recap last year. You know, we had a great year last year. Uh, just a lot of things happened. Crazy things happened in the world. Not so crazy things happened in the world. And, you know, but we managed to skate by. And now here we are, 2024 and more. Already. Yeah. It's, it's and crazy. day number two of it. I know, day number two. And it just was by like that. And it already makes me um, thinking about what kind of bills are due at the fifth. <laughs> because, you know. As you're busy, time yeah. goes by faster. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's uh, good to be busy in a good way. I have this uh, little thing, uh, a, a, a little thing at home, a divider I have that I put my bills in that each week on a Monday I'll pay that week's bills that are due. So, like, oh, like okay. today is the second, so I'll go, I'll go in and I'll flip open to January 2nd and my – 
um, bills will be there that are due that week. Mm-hmm. Then I'll flip the page and see what's there next week. And I like that. Flip the page for the following week because I try to pay everything on time. What kind of gets me is, is like, God, if you're one day late, man, they zap you with a five dollar late fee. I mean, there's like no grace period at yeah. all. I'm afraid to pay my phone bill late. Like, um, then all of a sudden my phone might be disconnected. Well, they're not that brutal. They'll give you like ten or fifteen days, and then they'll. They'll send you that annoying, nasty text message. Does it depend on the company, do. though? Because, like, yeah. I'm with Metro. You're a Metro. And then no. I'll get a you know message that's saying if it's my payments late. Yeah, you'll get a message. Could be disconnected. It's just a it's a scare tactic. Yeah, because it's never it actually you. happened. I've never even gone there. But don't even let it bother you. Really? Yeah, don't even let it bother you. Usually, it's like last minute to I'm paying that phone bill. Yeah, I do everything through my. I'm just amazed I could do everything through my phone. I'm like, you know, electric bills do. All right, I just, you know, go to the FPL app and I hit pay now and boom, it's done. One click, done, over with. AT&T bill, boom, pay now, click, done, over with. I wonder how many hours or days of our life, Evan, that we spend paying bills. That's a good one. They didn't have that on that list uh, that I that I read earlier. So it's a um, pretty interesting. I was going to... Um, let me see here. I wanted to. Where's Where's my stuff at? Oh wow! I, I already read all that stuff. Jeez. Um, I know what we can do. Just you and I, just to kill a little time. Something we haven't done in a while. Remember we did. We used to do slogan off all the time. Yeah. I got a, the latest edition of it. Okay. So let's. Uh, we'll so kill this, some time. These are like new advertisements. Well, it's in just new for twenty twenty four. Just okay. new stuff that came out and. My morning show prep for today. This one I know you're going to get. The King of Beers. Budweiser. There you go. That, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, think small. Oh, Think small. Gosh. Think small. Something with um, financing. Uh, nope. Financial. <sighs> nope. Not financing. Not sure. Nope. Volkswagen. Volkswagen? Yes. Oh, because it's uh, the compact Volkswagen. Are they talking about i guess yeah think small i I haven't seen that yep all right here's one i'd walk a mile for a blank i'd walk a mile oh that's such a a good that's a good one too oh i don't know maybe Um, our phone call is it a um klondike bar no no No, let me let me ask the phone caller hi good morning you're on the radio well first off i just want to say small i was thinking itsy bitsy yellow polka dot bikini yeah that's true all right all right And how about I'd walk a mile for a camel? Very good, Charlie. For a camel? For a camel. Cigarettes. Yeah, camel cigarettes were the ones that didn't have the filters on them. Oh, so this is from a long, long time ago. Lucky Strike also. Yeah, Lucky Strike didn't have the filters. Yeah. And English ovals. Mm, Boy, you know them all, Charlie. English ovals. My mother used to send them to me in Vietnam. Oh, okay. They also supplied us with cigarettes. You know, the Army got us hooked. Ah. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, in your sea rations, you had a package of five cigarettes. Oh, wow. And and all the uh, African-Americans, like the Newports and the right. Salem's, and, you know, the, we, we used to trade them and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Anyway. How was your New Year, Charlie? Uh, quiet, but somebody shot. Um, I noticed a like a hole in my impact window in my garage 
Oh. But it's, it's just a little hole. The impact window worked. I mean, it didn't shatter. And the outside glass was just a tiny little hole. And the inside wasn't even hit because it's impact thermal pain business. So the whatever it was did not penetrate yeah. all the way through. Yeah, I, I I honestly think Evan, it was probably like a pellet gun. Maybe I was going to ask up. if some yeah. somebody got you a maybe somebody got a BB gun for Christmas. Yeah, got their BB well, gun from Santa. I don't think a BB gun could have been a done. low caliber uh, rifle, like yeah. a twenty two or something. Yeah, it had to be pumped up something. Yeah, did you did you go outside and and look and see if you could find a slug or anything like that? You know, underneath it is a plant that I need to uh, repot. Well, maybe it's, it's in the plant. And it's got so much stuff in there. Because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I could probably find the, the slug or whatever it was. Yeah. But I have to replant that pot, look for it. Mm. And honestly, what the what are the police going to do? I mean, you know, I don't think you're going to find this person. No. No. They're not going to be able to, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, do that. But you know, it's it's thank God nobody was uh, was hurt or anything like that. And you know, they you did get early. And that's they, New Year's Eve is for you know inexperienced drinkers yeah. on the road. So that's why they call it amateur night. And you know, the police did give lots of warnings not to use and and fire firearms on New Year's Eve because you know it's the old saying: what goes up, what goes up must come down. down. You better you believe it. All right, yeah. Charlie. Well, happy New Year to you, and thank you so and much for calling. You know, can I play with Bond? We'll be a team, the two of us. You'll be and a team. You can hang up on me later. All right. No, I won't hang up on you. All right, Charlie. Here's one for you. This is for you, Charlie. When you care enough to send the very best, what do you think it is? Oh. When you care well, enough to send the very best. Flowers, maybe. Ah. Or nope. Can- Bonnie. Candy. Oh, he took my guess. I nope. was going to say maybe FTD flowers. <laughs> No, it's Hallmark. Oh, well, well, it is course. a Hallmark commercial. I knew that, but I yep. I couldn't think of the name. All right, here's like, one for what you. About flowers? Right, here's right. one for you, Charlie. The champagne of bottled beer. Oh, Miller Highlight. Very good, Charlie. Hey, I'm I'm an ex-alcoholic, well, recovering. It's been eight years for me, but okay. I know all the beers. All right, How about all right. Dark beer. All right, here's Mother one. Beer. Here's one for Bonnie. The number one most loved banking app. Oh. Gosh, a Wells Fargo. Charlie? Wells Fargo tried to hurt me. <laughs> no, it's Chime. <laughs> All right, Chime, C-H-I-M-E. I never heard of them. Neither have I. Um, All right, here we go. Bonnie, progress that you can feel. Um, progress you can feel. Oh, what do you think it is, uh, Bonnie? Charmin, uh, bath tissue. No. I, I like to feel and squeeze it. Nope. Charlie, what's Bonnie? What's Bonnie's boyfriend's <laughs> name? That's what I was Gary. for her. I, I honestly don't know. It's Audi. Like it. It's Audi. Audi. I never yeah. heard that either. Okay. All right. Here we go. I know. I know. Charlie will get this one. Tastes like blank time. Tastes like blank what? time. Blank time. Tastes like blank time. Blank time. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Bonnie? Tastes like summertime. Miller time. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Last one. Bonnie, try it first. (sighs) Try it first. Try it first. Mm. Um, Take a wild guess. Lifesavers. Charlie? (laughs) 
Mercedes. No, it's Coca-Cola. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling, Charlie. Appreciate you playing Slogan Off with us. And, Bonnie, that brings us to the end of show number one for 2024. Yeah, and we'll be back in action tomorrow for That's right. you. We'll be back in action tomorrow morning, bright and early at 6.30 a.m. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. That is so true. We say chow mein. And Honduras. And Arriba Dirty, folks. And make it a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL, Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. See you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.